0: Welcome to another 10 minute takeaway with me, Dr. Nikki Ramskill, the female money doctor. I aim to pass on 10 minutes of wisdom to you about money to help you feel happy, confident, and in control. So that's enough of that. Let's get on with the episode. And in this session, I wanted to talk about what you could do with a lump sum of money. So this is a question I get asked sometimes um, people come into some money maybe to inheritance or something like that and they just feel paralyzed. What do I do? What do I do with this money how how do I make the most of it? how do I how I, how do I make sure that it's serving me to the best because it's a gift and I want to make sure that I really use this gift and then over time, someone then might convince themselves that the person that perhaps gave that money to them would insist that they'd go and have fun with it would insist that they would go and enjoy it, blow it all, live life to the fullest, but really it's it's tapping into that subconscious part of you that doesn't feel comfortable with having that money in your possession. Perhaps you don't believe that you are good enough to look after it, perhaps you um just feel well you know what's the point of having money you know you can't take it with you money you know money's just a it's just not something that you are interested in or you think is important so it's very easy to spend it so you can very easily convince yourself that this this lump sum of money that you've been gifted is something that you can just spend which is why you often see a lot of people that blow their money after they've won it in the lottery or something like that because they've 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 got the money to justify the inner um, decision-making that they are doing, but they're doing it all subconsciously. A lot of the time, this isn't a conscious thought. So when you're thinking about what to do with a lump sum of money, the best thing to do is to, to try to separate your emotions from what this actually is. Because what happens is when we get a lump sum of money, we attach an emotion to it. So it might be an inheritance. It might be a tax refund, it might be um, some money that you've won in a raffle or lottery or whatever, but each of those things is going to have a very unique and specific set of emotions. So if you get a tax refund, for example, you might be thinking, "Ah, oh, you know, the government, you know, terrible, whatever, whatever, however you feel about the government. So actually for you, it's like, haha, you know, I get that, I get this money back and I'm going to just spend it. might be that you get an inheritance and actually you're too scared to spend it because you don't want to get it wrong um and i'll come on to the story that i had where i felt exactly the same as well i i came into some money and i was paralyzed temporarily because i thought "I i just don't want to get this wrong i don't want to do the person um an injustice by not spending it in the way that i think is right so we put this we put this emotion onto money but money is just money okay if you take if you strip away all the emotion you take all all of that out of it so it's not money you've had to earn you know really hard all those hours you've had to do there's no you're not feeling grumpy or upset or the fact you've sacrificed or whatever you were taking all of that emotion out and you literally are just left with the cash what is it it's just paper right or it's a number in your bank account if you put all of that money in together into your bank account you're not going to know Which pound came from your employer, which pound came from the inheritance, which pound came from a tax refund. It's all just money lumped together. So when you think of it like that, you're thinking about your net worth as a whole. So your net worth is your indication of how well you were doing overall financially. It's like, a, you know, I, I often use the analogy of when you're in hospital and the nurses are coming around doing your pulse and your blood pressure. They will allocate you a score based on those results. It's the same with the net worth. The net worth is made up of a couple of different components, like your pulse and your blood pressure, and it's just giving you an overall score of how well you're doing. So you might be a negative score, you might be a positive score. But that's what I mean when I say lump all your money in together because it's just an overall indication of your net worth. There is no meaning in that. There's no emotion in that, Well, there shouldn't be any emotion in that. And then once you've decided, once, once you've put that into context of it's just money that lumps in with all the other money that I've got, you then think, okay, how is, the best, how is it best for me to, to do this? And that is really individual. So it's very easy for me to say, oh, you put 10% here, 10% there, 10% there. But actually it comes down to you and your unique set of circumstances. Where are you on the stage of wealth? Are you on rung number one, which is all about not being able to bring in enough money to make ends meet? Or are you on rung number five, where you're looking at investing? Which which part of that scale are you on and what's the next step for you? Um, so it might be that you put some of this money into savings. And it might be that you put half of it into savings that you are not going to access Unless there's an emergency. So that would be your emergency fund. I mean, again, it also comes down to how much you get, you know, you inherit or how much you have to play with as well. But an emergency fund would consist of around £1,000 going up to three months worth of income, then going up to six months worth of income. And the idea is that that's a buffer of money so that if anything was to go wrong in your life and you couldn't work, the money is sat there ready to go. So where are you on that scale? You know, have you even got a £1,000? In which case that's where I would start and that's where the majority of your money should go. I'm not going to say put all of your money into savings because we do need to have a few other things covered as well. So emergency fund would be the first thing that I would think of. The next thing I'd think of is your slush funds. So what what have you got that you want to buy or, or do or have or whatever in the next three to five years? Wedding, car, house... Um, it might be that you want, um, you know, a clothing overhaul or something like that. So you need some money to do that. You want to go on a holiday, you know, you've not been on holiday for five years and you want to do that with your kids or whatever. What is it you want to buy? And on, you know, that they're going to be things that the money's just going to go, you know, it's not going there's no value in that. It's no, it's not like the money is going to give you a return on investment or anything like that. It is purely just for you to have the things that you need, want, whatever it is. So if it happens to be a holiday put some of it towards the holiday i'm not going to say put the entire amount towards the holiday because remember we've got those emergency funds to cover as well but if you're completely topped up with your emergency funds and you feel good about that and actually this is extra money to play with then perhaps you can put more towards your holiday but i wouldn't say necessarily throw all of it into these slush funds you're going to put a proportion of that money so let's say we're on a third and a third. So 30% in one, 30% in another, and then the remainder you're gonna put in your investments. So investments are things that you are not gonna access until way into the future. So that will be your retirement. When you wanna retire, you get access to that money. Now, if you don't know how to invest yet, it doesn't matter because you can set this money aside and then you can learn how to invest and, and use it later. But the quicker you can get it invested, the better it will be for the long term because time then works its magic. It's called compounding. So I would say definitely reserve some money to go towards your future. So that's three sections. You're saving for emergencies and you're saving for your slush funds, like your wedding, your house, that kind of stuff. And then you're saving for your future. Now for you, your future might include buying your own house, in which case your slush fund is going to also incorporate your future fund as well, which is buying your first house. But if you've got a house already and you've got your emergency fund sorted out, and you put a bit towards you know, a couple of things that you want, and then you've still got some left, that's the money that you could use to invest. So again, you'll notice I've not said put all of it on any one of these areas, we're actually smattering it across all of them. So when you're thinking about your own situation and the money that you've got, you're gonna take the emotion out of it and you're gonna look, what do I actually need right now? Do I need, do I need that emergency fund set up? In which case, that's your priority do I need to get my future retirement fund started? So I need a pension because I haven't even got one yet. Ah, that's where you start. It might be that actually you need a break. It's been five years. You're like, oh, I I haven't had a holiday. I need a holiday. Fine. But don't put all of it onto something like that, because that in the future is not going to give you any kind of benefit. Yes, it's going to be a lovely memory, but it's not going to help feed you and clothe you and keep the roof over your head for when you're in retirement and you're not earning money anymore so i would seriously consider holding some aside and using that for your future and if you just feel comfortable putting in premium bonds for now just do that but i would definitely look at starting to invest as a way of building a fund up but again find some support for that come and find me in my facebook group the female money doctor um which is if you just type that into Facebook you'll find that. I've got the com website which has got loads of resources and blogs you can have a read of. And you can also book a 15-minute chat with me and we can actually look at this strategy for you. So if you're not sure where to go, sometimes it helps just to have somebody to have a you know an overall discussion with just to see where you're at. So if that's interesting for you, I'll make sure that all the links are available for you. Um, but yeah. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that was something to think about. Um, But that's my 10 minutes done and I will catch up with you again in the next one. Take care. Bye. And that's it, that's 10 minutes done. So I hope you enjoyed the episode and you gained something from it. If you have any ideas for topics or you want to make any comments, then feel free to email me info at the or if you really want to, which would be awesome, come and find me in my free private Facebook group on Facebook so we can um, carry on the conversation. Um, just when you're looking for the group, just type in the female money doctor and you should be able to find me any problems, let me know by email. Take care. Have a good day.